The 2022 Audio Description Awards Gala will premiere on November 29 at 7.30 Eastern. In recent years, there has been enormous success in expanding audio description for audiences who are blind, low vision, or who have other sensory disabilities that create barriers to full inclusion in the visual media. The Audio Description Awards Gala will celebrate the best of the best. Thomas Reed with Audio Description Voice Artist Navratiti Matos Alaveras will honor outstanding achievements in audio description in media and expand awareness of its benefits. Join us for this exciting event featuring special celebrity guests and celebrating audio description on www.adawardsgala.org, Pluto TV, and ACB Media 6. Join ACB for this special event and celebrate achievements in audio description in media. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another ACB community event with Vespero. I'm Liz Whitaker, and we're happy to be here with you today. And I think Rachel Buchanan will be joining me if she's not here already. Today, we're going to be talking about the new software release, JAWS, Zoom Text, and Fusion. So I'm going to start out by telling you about some of the new features and enhancements. And then we are going to demonstrate a couple of the new features. Can well, you hear once- me? Yes. Excellent. Thank you. Talk about right on time there. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, Sorry. <laughs> you are here. So. That is right. Uh, All right, continue on. You're doing great. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, no, that's great. So we're just going to be talking about a few of these new enhancements. One of them is a new feature called Smart Glance. This one's really, really exciting. So Rachel's going to be telling you about that. And then the notification history, which we introduced back in June in the June update, but we've made some really great enhancements to that as well. So I'm going to be showing you those. But let's start off with a little few announcements. I think we have a few things we need to tell you about before we get started. So we have started, well, we've been doing this for a few months now, but we've started posting our schedule, our monthly schedule on the Freedom Scientific blog. And we do this at the end of the month for the next month. So at the end of October, we posted the November schedule. You can go to blog dot freedomscientific.com and it will be one of the most recent posts there i think it's the second maybe the third post there and you can go there and read all about our schedule you can subscribe to the blog so that when we post you will get an email and if you're already subscribed to the blog then you probably got that schedule in your inbox in addition to that we've also started posting it on our training page So if you go to freedomscientific.com slash training and navigate by heading, one of those headings will be training schedule. And if you go to that page, then you'll see our schedule. And we did this so that it makes it easy to figure out where we're going to be and when we're going to be there and how you can get involved and how you can participate. Also, in January, we are going to start holding all of our Clubhouse events. We we currently do one a week, Ask Sharky. 
And we do it on Clubhouse, but we're going to start offering on Clubhouse and Zoom. So we've had a lot of people tell us that they really wanted to be able to participate in different locations. And so we're going to offer that. So if you like to participate on Zoom rather than Clubhouse, stay tuned for more information about that. And we'll start doing that in January. In addition, we do have a software webinar coming up this month on Thursday, November 17th at noon Eastern, where we're going to be talking even more about the new software release 2023. So join us for all those details. We'll be talking about some of the things you're going to hear today and more. And we will have other people participating in that as well. So you're going to hear from a lot of other people involved in the release. And so that is on Thursday, November 17th at noon Eastern. You can go to our training page and go to training events heading. And go, that takes you to our webinars page and you can sign up there. And if you have any questions or you need help signing up, you can email us at training at vispero.com and we'll be happy to help you out. All right, Rachel, anything I missed there? I do not think so. My microphone continues to say it's failing. So, uh oh, are you? Uh, you are hearing me. Well, that's great. Yes, um, yes, it's not. Failing I think right you now. covered it all. You did mention FS Open Line, right? I did not. I <gasps> did not. Oh, okay, yeah. Goodness. Well, that's on the fourteenth, and so don't forget to tell them about that. And that's at three p.m. Eastern this time, correct? Yes. All right. So, yeah, FS Open Line, which is our quarterly call-in show where you get to ask questions and share your ideas with members of our engineering and uh, management teams and training teams, you can do that on FS Open Line. And that takes place on Zoom and Clubhouse. Those are the two platforms where you get to ask questions. We also stream it on YouTube and Facebook. Am I right? I think maybe Twitter as well. So those are the platforms, though. If you want to ask questions, it's Zoom and Clubhouse. And you can go to the FS Open Line page for more information. And again, if you need to know where to find that, let us know. And we'll also be posting on Twitter, and there'll be a blog post about that prior to the 14th. Absolutely. So make sure you join us for that. And I think that is all, all right. <clears throat> as far as announcements go. Now. I'll let you start, and then I'm going to talk about Smart Glance. I am not going to demo it just because I had a little computer snafu before we started, but I am going to talk through it all. Yeah. So um, we will do that. And But for now, are you going to start off by talking sure about Notification Center? Before you do, last week, I guess about a week ago yesterday, we had a new FSCast drop. And if you're subscribed to the blog, you may have seen an email come through about it. Because if you are subscribed, you'll get an email every time we post. And when we put up the monthly FS Cast episode, there's always a blog post that's corresponding. You can go and read the transcript or whatever you like. And that is blog.freedomscientific.com. But Glenn Gordon, who is a technology genius, uh, did a really great demo Um of some aspects of this notification center. And I will share that link in the chat just so you can go check it out if you want to. Remember, there's a couple different ways that you can focus on that chat. If you are having trouble getting, getting the link, don't hesitate to ask, and we'll give you instructions for that. And with, 
with that, I'll hand it off to you to uh, do some demo. All right, yeah. Well, before we talk about notification history, I do want to mention a couple really important enhancements um, and you know, a really important feature in the new update. So if you want to update to JAWS 2023, if you haven't done that already, you can actually now do that from where you check for updates. When you go to the help menu and you can go to check for updates in JAWS and it will show up as a major update. Now, if you are authorized for JAWS 2023, or if you're subscribed to the portal and you're already, you know, you, you already have the most uh, access to the most recent software. When you choose to do this update through Check for Updates, it'll download the software and install it and it'll start running, you know, just like normal. If you're not authorized for 2023, it will run as a 40-minute demo because you don't yet have that authorization for 2023. But if that happens and you need to update and you need help doing that, you can contact support. If you have any questions or you know, log into the portal and, and see you know, if you need to activate your computer, if you're on a new computer or whatever that may be. But I just wanted to let you know that that is a really important feature here now that you can actually update without having to go to the website and download it. I mean, you still can, of course, but you can go to check for updates and it will show up as a major, it, it's called major update 2023. And you can do that for JAWS. Now, also a really important update to those of us who use Dell computers and for the, the application on Dell computers called Waves Max Audio. So if you're not familiar with this is, this is an application on Dell computers that is designed to enhance audio performance. What has been happening is when, when you're using it with JAWS, a lot of people were experiencing situations where JAWS would stutter or things would slow down. And what was happening was it was increasing the memory that was being used. So people would in, in, you know, encounter those issues where JAWS would stutter, slow down, or sometimes even stop talking altogether. The solution was to turn off Dell Waves Max Audio, which is fine unless you're using, let's say you're using a pair of headphones and you, let's say you're in a work setting, for example, you're using those headphones and you really need to unplug them for a minute and let someone hear something. And then you want to plug them back in. Well, what happens when that's turned off is the computer does not recognize that the device has been plugged in again and you had to restart the computer to start using those headphones. Now with JAWS Infusion 2023, you can turn Dell Wave Max Audio back on and you won't have to worry about the memory increases because that's taken care of. And you will be able to unplug a you know, pair of headphones or speakers, you know, any output device, then plug it back in without having to restart the computer. So just a couple of things there before we get into the demonstration part of it. And you can read more about all of these new enhancements and features on the What's New pages. If you just type in What's New in JAWS 2023 on, in Google, or you go to freedomscientific.com, you can get to those pages and read all about the new enhancements. All right, so I'm going to go ahead now and I'm going to share my screen. I'm going to share the sound here, of course, so that you guys can hear this. Desktop. All right. We're going to talk about notification 
history. I love this feature. This this is for me, this is one that I use all the time. If you updated in June or after, you will have this feature. And of course, if you have 2023, you'll you'll be able to use all the new enhancements to it. So the notification history allows you to bring up your most recent notifications. It can bring up as many as 500, but it's going to list all the notifications you've received in the last 24 hours. If that exceeds 500, it's gonna only show you the last 500. But if that doesn't exceed 500, then you're gonna see all of your notifications from the last 24 hours. And this could be everything from you have a new email message to when you're working in Word or Outlook and maybe you make a change, you have a revision, you have a spelling suggestion, a grammar suggestion, things like that. Everything is going to show up there in the notifications history. But you have the ability to manage those notifications in a way that we've never been able to do it before. You can go in and tell it, I want to mute this notification so I don't hear it. It'll still show up in your notification history, but you won't hear that notification when it comes in. You can say, you can determine how you want to receive that notification when you're using a Braille display. So those two things are going to be separate. You get to determine how JAWS manages that notification and how your Braille display, how you see it there on your Braille display. You can have JAWS play a sound rather than speak the notification. You can also make it where you don't actually have those notifications, a particular notification in your notification history. So if you don't want to see a particular one at all, you can go in and you can create rules. And this is what I'm going to show you how to do. You can go in and you can create rules for how to manage those notifications. All right. So, and I'm going to be talking about some of the new enhancements as we navigate through. But we're going to go ahead. First, I want to show you the new keyboard or all the keyboard commands rather for notification history. Now, these are going to be layered commands. So if you're familiar with the command layer, you use that insert space to maybe use picture smart or convenient OCR, you're going to get you're going to use that command layer. So the notification history is in the command layer. And there are three commands that you can use. There's insert space followed by in as in notification that brings up your list of notifications there's insert space shift in that reads you your last notification that you received and then there is insert space and control in and that toggles something called toast notifications on and off and we're going to talk about what those are when i show you how that works now if you if you forget those keyboard commands and you want to know what they are, you can always press insert space, space. and then question mark. Heading level two general. And this brings up a, an entire list of available notification commands uh, in, in the in command layer. And from here, I could do a search for the word notification, which I'm going to do. I'm going to use the JAWS find the insert control F here. JAWS find dialog. And I'll type in notification. Enter general commands heading level two. And it went to the general commands heading. And now. Show a list of recently received notifications equals N.
Ah, switch to Elizabeth Whitaker, one of two. Meeting controls. Stop, share, alt, plus S. All right, can you guys still hear me? Yes, although okay, you disappeared good. for a little bit there. All right, sorry about that. Something happened and my screen just locked and I don't know what happened there. All right. Basic layer help escape. All right, so I'm going to get out of that and close a couple Alt windows here. What's All right, sorry about that. So what's the last thing you guys heard? Was I in the command layer? Yes, I think so. Okay. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm having a little glitches too, but we're all oh, I know. Here. We, just, we all went dark there for a minute, yeah, I think. Yeah, so something don't... really glitchy. Okay, so let me just summarize what I was saying. So if you want to know how to get to the commands that are available in uh, for notifications, you can do insert space followed by question mark, which is going to bring up a list of all of the commands available in the command layer. And then you can search for the word notification and it's going to bring you right to that list of commands. And there it's going to list the letters uh, or just the keys like in or shift in or control in. The other option is to go to um, JAWS command search with insert space followed by J and then type in notification and you will get all the notification keyboard commands there as well. So I just wanted to let you know how to get to those commands. All right, so let's go into the notification history with insert space, insert space followed by in. Oops. Let me try that again. N. Space. Notification history. Recent notifications list box. You are viewing DZ molars. All right. So here, insert space followed by the letter N for notification brings up this dialogue. And the first place that it puts you here, places focus in the list of notifications. Puts you at the top, gives you that most recent notification. Again, I'm gonna press insert up arrow to read that. You are viewing DZ Moller's screen, Zoom 2.58 p.m. So that tells me that, you know, Desi was sharing her screen, what time that I was viewing it in Zoom, gives me the time. I can down arrow. DZ Moller has started screen share. Zoom 2.57 p.m. And again, you know, it gives you the notification and the app that the notification is in plus the time. Unmute my audio with Alt plus A or press and hold the space key to temporarily unmute. So again, I could just keep pressing down arrow to go through these notifications. Now I can go to the top with Control Home. I can go to the end with Control End. Jaws with Sparrow users. Or I can go to the top with Control Home, as I said. You are viewing DZ Moller's screen. And so that's my list of notifications. Now we're just going to tab around this dialogue and just explore it here in just for a minute. And then we'll actually get into creating rules. So I'm going to tab. Enable rules checkbox checked. This is checked by default. And if you uncheck it, you won't be able to create rules, but it's enabled by default. So we're going to leave it there. Create rule dot 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 button C. This is where I would go. It's one of the places anyway, where I would go to create a rule. And the rules are going to determine how I manage a particular notification. Manage rules dot 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 button M. This is where I can go to manage my rules. I can delete them. I can rename them. I can modify them. If I don't have any rules created, this option is not going to show up as I tab through this dialog. Clear history button L. Here is a new button to clear the history. Uh, that is a new enhancement, so we can clear the entire list of notifications right here. Close button. There's a close button. Recent notifications list box. You are viewing these. And we're back at our recent notifications list. 
Now, another new enhancement to this feature is if you want details on a specific notification, you can press enter. So we can read those details and uh, with our arrow keys and get a little more information than we got here as we're arrowing through. So I'm gonna press enter on this first notification. Enter notification details dialog, notification text, notification text, notification text, read only edit, unmute my audio with alt plus A or press and hold the space key to temporarily unmute and. All right, I'm going to slow down just a touch here. Slower. So it placed me in a field that includes the text of the notification. So this tells me what the notification actually said. If I tab. App, read only edit, zoom, A. I get the app. Now, notice it's saying read only edit, so I can't edit these, but I can read them with my right and left arrow keys. O, Z, O, O, M. Or control right and left arrow. Zoom. And so forth. So I, I can read them just like I would a document. Time, read only edit, 11 slash 3 slash 20, 22, 20 p.m. So there it tells me the date and time this notification came in. Close button. And there's close. Notification text read only. And I'm back at the text. And I can either space on close or I can hit escape. Escape. Notification history. Recent notifications list box. All right. So we're just going to go to the top here. And. Do you are viewing DZ Mold? All right. I'm on the first notification. And let's create a rule. Let's say that I want to mute the notifications for Zoom so I don't hear them but I still want them to be in my notification history. So I'm going to tab to... Enable rules checkbox checked. Create rule dot 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 button. See. And I'm on create rule. I'm going to press enter or space. Enter. Create rule dialog. Receive notification. Receive notification. Rule type combo box. Here's where you get to choose a rule type. And here's where some things have, have been added. I'm going to go through these options. You're, you're placed here in this combo box for rule type. And the first option, let's read this with insert up arrow. Contains. This means that, all right, let me tell you about the text box first. So right after this combo box is a text box. I'm going to tab to it. Edit. You are viewing DZ Noller's screen. And it reads the text of the notification. So if I shift tab back up to this combo box. Rule type combo box contains. Here's where we get to determine what happens uh, what that rule manages specifically. So here we have contains, which means we can create a rule that contains this text that's in this box below. I can down arrow. Begins with. I could create a rule that begins with some or all of the text in that box. Ends with. I could create a rule that ends with some or all of the text in that box matches pattern or i could create a rule that matches a specific pattern now i'm going to go to ends with ends with but let's go check out the text in the box because i want to know exactly what it says i'm going to tab edit you are viewing dz Noller's screen all right so what if i want to create a rule that for for the notification for when i'm viewing someone's screen anyone's screen so to do that, I'm going to take out the, the name. Of, I'm going to take out Desi's name here so that whenever a rule is created, or I mean, whenever a notification comes in that I'm viewing someone's screen, no matter whose it is in Zoom, it's going to mute that notification. So let's go back up here to this box. Now, now that I know what the text says and I have an idea of what I want to do with it, I'm going to go up to contains. Begins with contains. All right. So now I'm going to tab back to this box. 
Edit. You are viewing DZ Noller's screen. And I am going to take out the last two words here. You are viewing DZ Noller's screen. Or three words, I guess, here. Blank. Now it should say... You are viewing. All right, it should say you are viewing. So in this case, I could also say... I want to create this rule for text that begins with you are viewing. That might even be a better way to do that, but we're going to leave it as is right now. All right. So sometimes you just have to tab around in here and play around with the text and see what you have there and think about what do you want that rule to do? Do you want to create a rule that doesn't tell you or, you know, that mutes a notification about a specific thing or about a general thing? In this case, it's when I'm viewing anybody's screen in Zoom. All right, so I'm going to tap. Limit the notifications from Zoom checkbox checked. So by default, this is checked. It says limit to notifications from Zoom. I'm going to leave that checked since this pertains to Zoom. But if you're dealing, if you're working with a notification that you find in maybe Outlook and Word, then you may want to uncheck the box for the particular application so that it makes it global across all applications. I'm going to tab again. Speech or sound action. Speech action combo box. Mute. So by default, it's on mute. Um, and here we have another combo box. I'm going to down arrow. Shorten. So we could mute the notification. We could shorten it. Um, for example, if let's say I have a rule for a notification for when pages load in my browser. And instead of hearing page loaded, I might just want to hear the word loaded or, you know, loading complete, just loaded, you know, something like that. So here's where I could shorten the text. Play sound. I could play a sound instead of hearing this notification. Speak the full message. Or I could speak the full message. I'm going to go up to mute. Play short mute. And so that this, this controls what JAWS does. This is your speech aspect of this rule. Now, if I tab. Braille action. And by the way, if you choose one of those options where you can shorten the text or show full message, when you tab, you'll get a text box where you can uh, edit the text accordingly. Now we're to the Braille action combo box. So we can determine what happens on our Braille display. So, you know, we've muted it for JAWS, but maybe I want to be able to read this notification if someone is sh you know, sharing their screen. So I'm going to up arrow here. Show nothing. So the first option is to show nothing. And again, that would be just like muting it with speech. You just wouldn't have anything on your Braille display. Show flash message. We could have a flash message come across the Braille display, which would be there for a short period of time, and then it would go away. Show shortened flash message. Again, we could show a shortened message. And if I tabbed here, I'd get a, a text box where I could edit that text. Show flash message. But I wanted to show a flash message because I, I want to know when Desi or anyone else is sharing their screen. I just might not want Jaws to speak it. All right. Don't show in history checkbox not checked. So if I space here, it's going to check a box that says don't show in history. So maybe I'm muting the notifications, but I'm also telling them I don't want this to show up in my notification history either. I don't, I don't need to read those notifications. So I'm going to go ahead and check that. Space checked. And I'm going to tab. OK button. And I am going to press space on OK. We also have cancel. Cancel button. Receive notification. And we have, we're back to where we started. So let's go back up to OK. OK button. And space. Space. Create rule. Name your rule dialog. All right. Here is a new enhancement to this feature. We can name our rule. So let's see what it's named by default. I'm going to press insert up arrow. Rule name. Edit. Oh, it's not. 
Y. Oh, oh, yes, it is. Okay. You are viewing blank. All right. It's named you are viewing because that is the text that was in the notification when we edited the text there in the previous screen. So I'm going to take that out. Select it. Y. And I'm Selection. Gonna, I'm going to call it Zoom Screen Share. Z-O-O-M-S-C-R-E-E-S-S-A-R-E. Rule name. Edit Zoom Screen Share. All right. I'm going to tab. OK button. Space on OK. Space notification history. Create rule dot 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 buttons. And we have created a rule and it puts us back on the create rule button. So now let's go ahead and tab to the manage rules button. Manage rules dot 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 button. And we're not going to manage anything, but I just want to show you this dialogue. And here in just a minute, I'm going to turn it over to Rachel to talk about smart glance. But let me show you a couple more things here. I'm going to space on manage rules. Space manage notification rules dialogue. Rules, rules, rules list box suggestions. All right. So I have a few rules here. If I wanted to locate the one we just created, I'm here in the list of rules. Revisions global mute show flash message two of three. So it actually reads the notification and it tells you uh, whether it's global or for a specific application. Zoom screen share zoom mute show flash message three of three. So it tells me the name of the app. It tells me that the name that I gave it tells me that I chose to mute it with JAWS flash message on Braille display and zoom screen share zoom mute show flash message three of three. And that's it. It told me it was three of three rules. So from here I could I could applications context menu open up the applications menu or, or i'm sorry the context menu with applications key or shift f10 modify dot 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 we can modify delete two of three delete D. rename dot 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 or rename escape escape leaving we also have those options if we tab here modify dot 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 button and delete button D. rename dot 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 button and close button and we can close. I'm just going to press escape. Escape notification history. Since I didn't actually make any changes. Now. Clear history close but recent notifications list box. You are viewing DZ Noller screen zoom. And even though we created the rule, it's still showing me this notification because this rule is going to pertain to future notifications. While we're on a notification, we can also bring up a context menu with shift F10 or applications key. And let's see what we get here. Applications, context menu, create rule, dot, dot, dot. So here we get the ability to create a rule. Don't show in history, dot, dot, dot. And I really like this particular option being in the context menu because if I don't want to show it in the history, I can just go directly here and it won't show that notification in my history. When you go to create rule, of course, and you, know, you go to these, it's going to bring up uh, the dialogue that we had when we created a rule. But again, that's just one more way to get to these options. Escape, leaving menus. And then when I'm finished, I can press escape. Escape, what's new? And I am back where I started. I'm out of the notifications history. Just real quick, if I do insert space, shift in. Space. You are viewing DZ Noller's screen. It reads the last notification. If I press insert space, control N. Space. Toast notification announcements enabled. These are enabled. I'm going to tell you what they are in a second. Space. Toast notification announcements disabled. So that's a toggle. It turns toast notifications on or off. These are notifications that are often not in a modal. They just kind of pop up for um, in some certain applications for a short period of time. For example, in Outlook, when you get a new message, 
you might hear a notification that says outlook you know new message from rachel buchanan and then it starts reading her message to me if i don't want to hear those notifications um you know I'll, I'll hear the sound when i get the new message so i know i got new email but if i'm you know doing something and i don't want to hear part of the message when it comes in i can enable those or i'm sorry disable those toast notifications and if i do want to hear it i can leave them enabled so that's what toast notifications are referring to all right with that i'm going to stop sharing and let rachel talk to you about smart glance all right so smart glance is so neat and i it's it's a little tough to find a good demo spot but if you all have already used smart glance if you've already updated to 2023 and you've been experiencing experience with it show me where you're using i did find a great example earlier but it was actually on a student loan form so we'll talk a little bit more about forms and how smart glance works with that in a minute but smart glance is a really handy feature that is just another step in the right direction towards giving you an avenue for accessibility where there previously was not one so as you probably know every web page is different and their the discretion of how they're built is up to the web builder and so of course there's some laws in place like um, WCAG and 508 compliance that make website builders build things in a certain way so that they're more accessible to screen reader users but in general most websites um, you know unless as long as they're not a part of the federal government or perhaps trying to meet um, legal standards for businesses they can be built in any way they want which means that the creator doesn't have to mark headings they don't have to um, use any of the web elements that we're used to navigating by with a screen reader and because of that um, you've probably encountered this before when you're browsing on the web and you go onto a page and usually the first thing I do is H to read through the headings on the page and because headings are usually a good indicator of how to skim something typically a heading is at the beginning of a block of text or is at the beginning of a section on a web page and so going through headings is not the only way to explore a web page but it's a pretty decent way to get started in a lot of circumstances so what do you do when you go onto that web page, that one web page, where you really would like to review the information there, but you go and you press um, H and JAWS says no headings? Well, then you can start just arrowing, which depending on the complexity of the page, uh, your luck may vary, uh, mileage may vary, basically. You could have to arrow uh, five times, you could have to arrow 500 times, and it just depends on the way the page is laid out and configured. Smart Glance is one solution for this problem. Smart Glance is the equivalent of JAWS taking a peek at the website and pulling out the visual things on the page that may be of interest. So essentially points of interest on a web page, whether that be a large heading with bold text or a banner. Um, something that is obviously meant to be visually flashy. These are the things that Smart Glance is going to glom onto and draw your attention to. So once you've installed JAWS 2023 and you load a new web page, you will hear JAWS state um, when the web page is loaded, 
how many smart glance objects are available, and I believe you can turn that off in settings. Is that right, Liz? You can turn that off? Or is that default now? I'm sorry. Say that one more time. Jaws was talking. Can you turn own. off smart glance? Um, you can. You can. To read it. Well, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. What was your... Go ahead. I'm going to show those settings here in just a, a little bit. Okay, cool. Where, where to find those settings. Yeah, I, I logged on to the Zoom via the web rather than the desktop app because I have a new PC. So I'm in unfamiliar territory where that is concerned. But um, Liz is going to be able to share you those settings. So Smart Glance is amazing for doing research on the web when you're in places that maybe aren't marked up with the web elements that you're used to, and navigation is difficult because of that. There's also other use cases, though, because, I mean, there's actually quite a few. Um, I've just found, in general, when I'm surfing, there's things on the web page I didn't know about because they were visually um, there, sometimes even as a pop-up, and JAWS is able to get me to them now when I use the letter Y. So the quick nav key for Smart Glance is Y, and when you're on a web page, you'll be able to go through all of the Smart Glance objects on that page with the letter Y by itself and shift Y to go to the previous one. And that is the command you need to know to navigate the Smart Glances on the page. This also works in PDFs. So if you're in a PDF that is mostly or oh, it doesn't it doesn't matter if it's text or images smart glance will do its best to scan this document and pull out the points of interest or the highlights of interest throughout the document again this is just a really way a great way to get oriented when there's not much else there um, for you to go on and the reason I mentioned forms earlier is just because I we had we talked about this a little bit in Clubhouse on Tuesday, but one of the use cases that was immediately mentioned to us was that whenever you're filling out a form online and you encounter an edit field and say you've already filled it out and you think you're completed, you think you're done, you've gone to finish or whatever, and then it says, oh, there's a problem with the form, please address fields highlighted in red. This is a great use case for Smart Glance because anything highlighted in red definitely falls under the category of, you know, visually something that the web designer is obviously trying to get your attention. And so this is something Smart Glance is going to be picking up on. Same if it's highlighted in any other color. Um, but a lot of times fields are highlighted in colors and this can be difficult when you're using a screen reader because you're not really able to access which field they're talking about which one they're not so why will take you to that highlighted field great use case that allows you to navigate a pain point that previously was just um, you know a bit of a sticking point if you were filling out a form and you could not figure out where you had gone wrong on that form so great use case for that I've also been playing with a little bit with some of the um, <clears throat> writing assistant extensions, like for Google Chrome and Grammarly. 
Grammarly is an app that allows that assists with writing, and it uses a lot of colors and different types of highlights. And so, uh, more to come on that in the future. But I am experimenting with using Grammarly on the web while writing and seeing about how Smart Glance can draw attention to different things in your writing via Grammarly and give you some more information about it. So I have had fun playing with that this morning a little bit. What other use cases, Liz, should we talk about? Or do you want to jump in and show the settings? I'm going to jump in and, and show it here in just a second. But another one is for, you know, students or, you know, if you're maybe if you're in at work and you're doing some training and, you know, you have to answer a question that pertains to the text highlighted in blue or red or yellow or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. You don't know what that text is. So I'm going to share my screen and I want to show you the different settings for Smart Glance quickly. And then I'm here on a Google site as if I'm going to create a new Gmail address and I've purposely failed to enter some information. Um, so let me share my screen again here. Stop share all plus it. All right, and I have a new computer as well, and I am not using that new computer because I was having some of the same issues today. Oh so. my gosh! Yeah, we PC. we do uh, understand, you know, when those technological things. issues. Yeah, yes, for sure. Uh, your, All right, so escape. Create your Google. Where am I? Show password. Oh, what? Virtual. There PC. we go. Okay. Create. So. You can get to the Smart Glance settings in a couple of different ways. You can go there into in the settings center with insert numero six, and there you're going to get two settings, and you can also get to one of those settings in the quick settings dialog. And I'm going to show you both very quickly here. Let's go to settings center, insert numero six. Chrome Jaws Settings Center dialog, search box edit. Now I'm going to leave this for Chrome because this pertains uh, to what I'm to smart glance here, so I'm just going to type the word glance. G L A N C E. Smart glance. One of two search results. All right, I'm going to down arrow here. To indicate smart glance highlights on page load. Smart glance web slash HTML slash PDFs. Now it's under the HTML and PDF settings. Smart indicates. So here we have. Indicate smart glance highlights on page load. Indicate smart glance highlights on page load. So like Rachel said, when you go to a page, it's going to say, along with how many links and headings, it's going to say how many smart glance items you have there. We can change this with the space bar. Space while navigating, three or four. Just while navigating. So you, if you don't want to hear them when the page loads, you can change it to while navigating. Space, both, four or four. You can have it for both. Space off and off. I'm gonna go ahead and change it to both. Space space while navigating Oops. three or four. Space both there four or four. All right, that's both. And if I hit uh, enter here, actually, if I read only apply, I tab to apply. Space two search results. There we go. Now smart glance space indicate smart glance. I smart glance web slash ht enter search at missile level zero level smart glance closed. All right, so now I'm here on the smart glance topic here in uh, settings center. I'm in a right arrow to open it. Smart glance open three items. And I have says I have three things here. Let's see what they are. Level two indicate smart glance highlights both one of three. All right, so I've already done that one. So I'm gonna down arrow. Sensitivity default. We have sensitivity default and. Include elements closed. Include elements. Let's go back up to sensitivity. Sensitivity default. 
Now here you have two options and you can navigate those or you can change those using your space bar. You have default. Space. High. And you have high. High is going to indicate or high is going to detect even more items that uh, are different colors or different fonts or, you know, are considered smart glances. So I'm going to leave it on high and I'm going to down arrow. Include elements closed. Now this is an interesting one here. I'm, I'm going to right arrow to open it. Include elements open, five items. So here you can include different elements because sometimes, even though we have access to things like links and headings with, you know, with other quick navigation keys, sometimes those elements are also considered smart glance items because maybe they're different color. So if you, if you want to just navigate through all of the smart glances available, you might want to check some of these items. So I'm going to down arrow. Level three, links not checked, one of five. I'm not going to... elements, smart glance. Sorry, it's reading. I'm not going to check links because, you know, I could though. Headings not checked. I could also check headings. Form fields not checked. So here, if I check form fields, it's going to include all form fields as a smart glance, not just the ones that are required. Um, you know, again, we do have ways of navigating through form fields, but, you know, maybe, maybe you would just like to check this and have an yet another way to navigate through those required fields checked so a uh, required fields is checked by default i'm going to leave that checked because you know as rachel said when you fill out a form and you know you miss something it either says you know please correct your errors or sometimes you know you don't even get any feedback at all and you're thinking well okay what happened is this page still loading uh did i do something wrong did i leave something out so Required fields are checked. Invalid fields checked. And invalid fields are checked by default. And I like that because, again, if I type something, if I should have typed a slash and I typed a dash or something like that, then, you know, it'll say it's invalid. So I'm going to tab. Read only apply button. All space. Apply. And I'm going to tab to OK. Read OK button. Space. Create your Google. All right. Another way to get there is in quick settings. I'm going to press insert V as in Victor. Quick settings, Chrome dialog, search box edit. And I'll type glance. G-A-S-E-E. Smart glance highlight indication, one of ones. And here we only have one option, and that's the highlight indication. And so if you just want to change that very quickly, you could do that in quick settings. All right, I'm going to press escape. 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 Create your Google. And um, so I have a Google form up here. I started creating a new account. And I've purposely left out some information. So I'm going to press the letter Y. To continue to Gmail. At gmail.com. Oh, apparently I have, uh, have it set for using a phone. <laughs> okay. I did not know that. That was a different so, demo. But that, that's, that is yes. speech and sounds. And if you have questions about that, Liz and I can probably direct you yeah. to some resources on that. Yeah. Well, And actually, this is also, you can choose, you can have Smart Glance play a sound. Um, instead, I believe. Uh, so password, password, edit invalid entry. There we go. So now it just told me invalid entry because I didn't actually do anything there. Enter a password. And so again, it's bringing me to these fields. It's reading these fields to me. I can go backwards with Shift Y. Password, password, edit. And so, and if I want to know what color something is, by the way, I can press insert five on the number row. That's a JAWS key that'll tell you. Default on default. Well, that didn't really tell me anything, though, did it? Um, but let's do this again. Let's see. To continue, at pass, enter a show password. 
Okay, let's see if this one will. Gray 13 on white. All right, so there, insert five. You can get the color. Gray 13 on white. Uh, and it tells you the foreground and background colors. All right, and so there was, oh yeah, one more thing. Now, let's say, and I don't remember this command, so I'm going to use command search to look it up. Insert space J. Space. Search for JAWS commands. And I'm going to type in glance. M-S-E-E. Select a edit glance. Edit glance. And I'm going to... Virtual heading level 3 link. Select a glance highlight. Control plus JAWS key plus Y. Ah, control insert Y. Control JAWS key Y. Escape. So if I press control... Well, this is going to be fun. Uh, oh, wait. I can do it like this. All right. Select a... So I can use the caps lock key and I can press control JAWS key Y and we get a dialogue. Show password 5 of 6. So let me do that again because I hit control to make it be quiet. So control JAWS key Y. Select a smart glance highlight dialog. And that brings up a list of glance highlights just like you can bring up a list of headings and or any other element. And so we have... Show password 5 of 6. One account. All of Google working for you. Six of six. And we have six options here. It placed me on the fifth one because that's where I was located on the page. So I'm going to press escape. Escape. And that is how you can use Smart Glance to navigate pages. And again, this works on contact pages. For example, if you go to Amazon and you need to go to their customer service page and you try to navigate there with headings, there aren't any on that particular page. But... I thought, let's see, I'm, I'm looking for something specific. And if I press Y, it did bring me to a smart glance. So think about that as just a way sometimes to see how to get the information you're looking for. If other methods aren't working, try smart glance. Yep, it's just another tool. Another tool in the toolbox. Yep. And you can put your hands up if you have any yes. questions. We kind of filled up this whole hour. We because did, we did. Um, we don't always get a, a ton of questions here. So if you have any questions, pop up your hand. Happy to answer about anything related to this. Um, yeah. And we only have a f about a little less than 10 minutes left. I know Liz mentioned this at the beginning, but if you're not already, please head on over and register for our webinar. It's going to be on the third Thursday of the month. We're going to be diving into this even more with the people who helped bring this all to life. Um, we are going to have other guests there besides us, in other words, and it's going to be a great webinar noon Eastern on Zoom, and you can register at freedomscientific.com forward slash training under the upcoming webinars heading. And next Tuesday, we also have the Ace, um, the Ask Sharky, and that is on what, Liz, you said earlier? And we do those on Clubhouse, and like Liz said, in January, we'll start doing them on Zoom as well. Please yeah. go ahead and send in your training suggestions and requests to training at vispero.com. We do make our decisions mostly based on request, and... So we do want to hear about what you're using and what you're doing with your JAWS or ZoomText or Fusion and what you want more training on. And actually, yes, next Tuesday we're talking about Smart Glance as it happens. Woohoo! And uh, just an FYI, if you change that setting back to uh, for highlighted, just on, I had it on both as you navigate and inform me when I, you know, go to the page. I changed it just back to 
let me know how many there are when I go to the page and I don't hear a sound when I navigate now. All right. So, yeah. Yeah. And then just once again, if you want to hear more in detail information about the notification center, listen to FSCast from last week. You can check that transcript out, including you can also listen to the MP3 at blog.freedomscientific.com. It was posted about seven days ago. Yeah, and, you know, Glenn really did a great demo of something called regular expressions. And this is this really gets into creating those rules that we talked about and how you want to manage those notifications. We do and have one hand. Great. Let's take uh, it. That's Paul Hunt. Hey, Paul. Hi, Paul. Go ahead, Paul. Hey, work. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Yes. Yes. Wow. Uh, yeah. Okay. I have a question about Smart Glance, and that is okay. there are situations where you're on a website and there's a control for something that is totally silent and people can see it, but you can't. This would smart glance help you with that, perhaps? I don't know. Do you have any examples of that we could try out? I know well, what you're talking about. I, I just can't think of one. I, I, I can tell you where it is. That's okay. on the there's a there's a website called Hills to Home. It's for ordering dog food. Uh-huh. And when you want to cancel a subscription, there's a cancellation option that shows nowhere. And mm. so uh, I actually had to call Ira, and they had to they had to click it for me because it, I could not find it. So that text you can't read that text at all, correct? No, it's, there's no there's no text at all. Okay. So I'm wondering if it might be something that's that's visually marked in a certain way, but there's no text. You it, know, or it be or it might be you know image type text. Sure, and if it is, I I don't want to say for sure, but my guess would be no because Smart Glance is tied to the text. So if JAWS can't navigate to the text, uh, but I might, that you never know. It'd be something we'd want to try. Mm -hmm. So what's, oh. what's that website again? Hillstohome.com. Okay. All right. We'll check that out. Interesting. Yeah. Mm, thank I, you. I know. Sometimes those buttons are completely invisible. They're just. I never thought of trying convenient OCR. That might have actually done it. Yeah. I didn't try that either. Do you I'm know sure. what kind of element it is? Is it a button or a. I little? don't. I think it's might be clickable. I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we've all encountered those, haven't we? Oh yeah, big time. Yeah. Good question. And we will check that out and we can let you know. I know that Smart Glance has saved me from frustrating levels beyond abnormal. Oh yeah. Because I Especially when we started beta testing this, I have been so frustrated by not being able to see text and not knowing how to. Why am I? Why am I not able to finish this form? It happens to me all the time. Yes. Oh my god. And I oh, I just go, I just go ballistic. Me too. And this is so cool. The only problem with me is I'm old and I can always never remember the keystroke. <laughs> that's why I used command search. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep that's good. I know because I mean you practically get PTSD from filling out forms. Yep. Yep. Like with the oh, screen reader, because you're you so anxious thing. about missing things. Yeah. Yeah. You get to that last little, like if you're buying something or you're submitting something and you think, okay, I'm ready. I've done it. And then it Please won't let it go. Work. Please let it work. Or yeah. trying to like arrange your own travel. I found that this oh. was really useful on web pages like that. And as well we as another, when I. We have oh, go ahead. Hand. Yeah. Let's, Nathan? let's hear. Hey there, Nathan. Nathan, you should be able to talk. Hi, can you hear me now? 
Yes, we can. Oh, good. Hey, uh, I came a little bit late. How do you get to Smart Glass again? So uh, when the page loads by default, it'll tell you how many Smart Glance items are on the page, just like it tells you how many links or headings. But if you uh -huh. want to go to the settings, you can go to Settings Center with Insert 6 on the number row. And if you just type in Glance or Smart Glance, it'll bring up those options. But this is a feature that's only currently available in 2023. Yes. Right, which I believe I'm using. Okay. So. Right, right. So yeah. it should be on by default. Like if you go to a web page and listen, mm -hmm. um, you should by default hear Jaws mention the smart glance. And you should be able to yeah. press the letter Y by itself as a quick nav key and either hear, you know, there's no smart glance elements mm -hmm. or, you know, it'll take you through them. Right. And you can okay. bring up a list of them with control, JAWS, key, Y. Yeah. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Sure. Yep. Handy dandy feature. And I think with that, we're about to wrap. Yep. For the day. <laughs> you guys have a wonderful Thursday. Absolutely. We'll be back next week. I think, uh, yeah, next week, Douglas is going to be here to tell you all about the licensing portal and how to... Uh, authorize your product oh good right and ask him how he knows linda perry <laughs> yeah. and that is an interesting story douglas is an, a dynamic is. man yeah. I, I don't think we've indoctrinated douglas on acb yet so we'll have that opportunity yeah cool yeah. he is so cool yep. and he He's is great great teacher so yeah he is yeah. very interesting guy thank you liz thank you rachel thank you desi all right great stuff thank you very welcome. welcome thank you larry You're welcome. <laughs> thanks desi and thanks liz, larry. rachel and yeah. <laughs> Take care, Thanks, everybody, Bye -bye. for joining us.